This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. Welcome back to the only podcast out there where in 10 minutes or less, you get your weekly fix of church media. In previous weeks, we've talked about why you should have a Google My Business. Last week, we talked about things you need to stop doing as a church. And this week, we're going to talk about something that's probably the most obvious thing that we talk about when we talk about church media and the church media space, and that is social media. This week, we're going to talk about how maybe we can think differently about church social media. Maybe this will change how you use your social media. Maybe this will help you think, maybe I need to start using it. But either way, we're going to talk to you about how we can start thinking differently and more effective and efficient use of church social media. Now, it's no question that everyone right now is on social media. I have some quick stats here pulled up real quick. And honestly, I could read through them. I'm not going to. I'll put them on the screen. It's just a simple fact of that's where people spend most of their time. And if you look at most screen usage, I would assume, unless someone's binging Netflix all the time, that most of their screen usage time is also with using social media, whether Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, in some way, shape, or form, so many people are on social media. In fact, 40% of people are on Instagram every day. Close to 70% of people use Facebook every day, and almost 81% of people use YouTube every single day. So what does that mean? That means if you are not on social media, you're missing out on where your people are. You know, we see in the Bible, especially in Acts and all throughout the apostles' time of of here after Jesus' death, what did they do? They went to where the people are and your people and other people that need to hear the message that we have about Jesus are all on social media. Now, before I start telling you what social media you should be on, which ones you shouldn't be on, how you should use each specific one, you probably should first figure out what social media your church people are even using. You know, like me as a millennial, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. And if a lot of people in your church millennials, that's where people are at too. But no matter what social media platform you are on, if you use these four different things that you can do to think differently about social media, your how you use social media as a church will absolutely increase and grow and you'll even see more engagement as well. Now, you know, first, when we think about social media, so many times we like to think church social media is just, it's another way to talk about our programs. What's happening at the church? What's going on? Here's an announcement. Hey, we need donations for VBS. Hey, we want to invite you to the Christmas candlelight service. That's what we think social media really is. But that's actually not the best way to think about social media. In fact, so many people go on to social media for various reasons. One reason is to connect with others, just, you know, see pictures of friends and family and, oh, this person had a baby, this person got married, stuff like that, which is a reason why you do as well. But another one, though, is when people are bored, they're feeling alone, they don't know quite what to do, where to go. Social media is often where they go, and that's normally what they pull up on their phone. So, Here's a four tips about how we can start thinking differently about social media so that way you can reach your people where they are to encourage them, to help them grow, and hey, maybe even see growth in your social media channels. So here's the first thing that you can do, specifically Facebook, I'm gonna talk mainly Facebook, Instagram here, or other, you you can use LinkedIn, I guess, if you or your church uses LinkedIn, but these four things really work really well on social media in terms of just Facebook and Instagram. Here's four different kinds of posts that you can do to engage and reach people where they're at. The first one is really easy. It's just your sermon points or the sermon recap from the week. You know, you spend what, 14, 15, 20 hours 
on a sermon just for people to sit down there for 45 minutes on a Sunday and then walk away and totally forget what's going on. You've already put all the time into pouring your heart out into these messages. What are ways you can extend those servants throughout the week? You know, you could easily make a social media post about, hey, here's the takeaway from this week's message. Hey, here's the four points that we use. Here's one of the songs that we use. Here's the clip from our pastor preaching. You can make the sermon live way beyond the 45 minutes or, hey, even 30 minutes, however long your church or your pastor preaches. You can make your sermon last so much longer if you use social media and a simple post can help relay that information, bring back the memories that people had. Maybe you had a question that people, that, that sorry, maybe you had a question that you wanted people to ask before they left the church that day. People are going to forget. So what can you do to get it back in front of people's faces? Create a social media post with the notes that you had or the points that you had or a quick little recap. The second one, which I think is a really important one, and a lot of churches already do this, and maybe your church does this as well, is do encouraging posts or also do um, different quotes or different passages of scripture just to encourage people. You know, especially in today's day and age, it's kind of a broken and grim and sad things that we see all over social media. Your church can step into that gap and encourage your followers to either continue their walk with Jesus. Here's a verse that was brought into your minor pastor. You can even have a little thought, maybe a 30-second video of, hey, I was reading through this in the Bible. Here's a quick encouragement that I had from it. I hope you have it as well. But either way, create posts that are actually encouraging your followers by using scripture, quotes, maybe songs, or maybe an encouraging message from you. The third type of post that you can do, I call these things mini sermons, all right? Now, I'm going to put a link down in the description below of a different, couple of different accounts that I think you should follow to see how to best do this. But what is a mini sermon? A mini sermon has nothing to do with what you preach. It has absolutely nothing to do with the skirt series that you're in, but it's basically teaching your followers what the Bible says about different topics. You know, I see some people do these these uh, different posts called carousels where it's like five posts and you swipe through and each one's a different maybe thought about what's going on or an explanation. Um, I see other ones where I'll ask a question in the actual photo, but then the caption will have this whole little mini sermon. You know, people are on social media. They're on there. They read all the stuff that are there. In fact, there's a now a category of people on Instagram called Instagram bloggers where they will write thousand word captions with one picture and people just soak this stuff up. You can use Facebook and Instagram to preach little messages, mini sermons in between the actual messages to actually train people. All right, so here's a good example. All right, so let's say you want to start teaching people about uh, who Jesus is, right? We know that uh, Christology is what we the term that we use in the church world. You want to talk about how he's 100% man, he's also 100% God. Here's what we know about Jesus. Here's uh, maybe false beliefs about Jesus. You can use social media posts to actually teach and train your people without even talking talking to them on a Sunday. People are there on Instagram to have a good time, but why not equip and train your church members with these mini sermonettes rather than just giving them pure entertainment? Just a thought. The fourth and final type of post that you can do are just pictures from church life. Now, this should come at no surprise that when you go on to Instagram and you go on to Facebook, you want to see pictures of the various people that you follow in your life, and the same is true with your church 
people. In fact, normally the most engaged posts that our church has are pictures from VBS, from Christmas programs, from Awana, from the student ministry, where people can actually see their kids' faces. They can see their own faces. Then they want to share it to all their friends all across Facebook land and Instagram land. And all you did was just walk around with an iPhone and take some pictures and post them. Now, we can talk about the copyright, what we actually have to do. And I think you should put those in there whenever you have a kid form or a student ministry form to actually put something in there where parents are signing off permission because you can't just use a kid's face without permission to do that. But at the same token, though, the more pictures you can post of your actual church members' face doing faces doing life with the church body, the more people will engage with those posts. So here's a quick question that I have for you. Which one do you want to do first? Do you want to start doing your sermon message points and maybe a recap? Maybe you want to start posting more just encouraging and um, encouraging messages on your social media or a sermon or a poem or a song, whatever it is, just to encourage your followers. Maybe you need to start doing little mini sermons to help just train and shape the minds of the people that actually follow your social media account. And last but not least, you got to post pictures, man. People are on social media to actually be social with one another. So church, you have to do the same thing. I hope these four quick little tips you were able to take away and do something with. If you have any questions about exactly how to do this, what it looks like, I have a free giveaway I want to give you guys. Again, go down to the description below, whether you're listening or you're on YouTube. I have a folder that you can click and download, and I have various posts that you can just take and just use on your social media. I included the picture, and I even included the captions as well that you can use to just give it a shot. See if this helps engage your followers a little bit more. We're going to include um, some encouragement posts. We're going to include some Bible verse posts, and we're also going to include some mini sermons as well. So I hope you take advantage of that. But if you have any questions, feel free to hit me markhyde.com. My email is hello at markhyde.com. I hope this gets you through the next week, and I hope you come back next week to learn even more about church, social media, or hey, just church, digital media in some way, shape, or form. It's past 10 minutes. I apologize, but until next time, guys, take it easy. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative. 